Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. We are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads, episode 192. Mm. Alan, how are you this evening? Did you take any caffeine or anything? No, it's just water. Oh, nice. I'm good. Yeah, I laid off the caffeine today. Ooh, yeah, look I didn't at drink you, any Mr. coffee today. Withdrawal. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't. Don't do enough to have withdrawals. I think I just use it as a perk, and then that's it. Wow. Yeah. I'm- I'm sitting here in jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tonight's topic, I, this is a doozy, how to get your child to listen without yelling. Mm-hmm. What I was hoping is that people would call in and tell me how to do it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I, don't, I got nothing. I got nothing on this one. No, um, I, I know it can't just be my house, but you know, getting your child to listen can be a little frustrating. Sure. And, um, but I think this is why, or at least one of the reasons why I have a podcast, because I can pretend that at least somebody is listening to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, can you add laugh track on that one? Yeah. Like as we're, yeah, or like a clap, like, you know, telling jokes. <laughs> I don't tell jokes that often. Um, when your children are really young though, it, it, it seems like they are never listening. Mm-hmm. Um, we do offer some tips in episode 168. If listening is a topic of interest, Um, but as it turns out for a toddler, like two to three years old or so, I I was reading, it says that they only respond about 50% of the time. So that's a little difficult. Well, is it because that's even just responding, whether it's yes or no or whatever, that's just like not even acknowledging that you can be talking about Apple Jacks, but it's it's a better, you know, it's a better response than we did in college. (laughs) Um, you know, 50% of people actually responding to you talking to them. Um, that's two jokes in one well, podcast. What am I? I mean, it's funny because like, is it because they, well, maybe you can explain because it's like, you know, well, their brain's not developed. I was going to say <laughs> they, their brains is all over the place. Yeah. There, there's so much new information. And they don't know everywhere. the words. I mean, there's all yeah, kinds like, of stuff going what do you on. Want, that's a question. I don't even know what a question right. is. Well, so here's a few suggestions for toddlers. You know, if you have a toddler, okay. not for the toddlers to be listening to <laughs> toddlers. <podcast>. Listen, <laughs> oh, the irony. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first thing is, just lower your expectations. That's like the easiest one out of all of them. Um, if you have a two to three year old and you expect that they are going to be listening to you all the time, you need to check yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish I would have done that because I remember getting quite upset at my child for not listening to me when they, he was three years old and probably before that. Mm-hmm. And just realizing like, wow, he's still learning about the world. He hasn't, he doesn't even know what I said. Right. Doesn't even know the words that came out of my mouth. Right. So that's another tip. Use a small amount of words or small words or, you know, very, very brief talk like a cave person. Sure. Um, we can't say cave man anymore. Can we say that? That's a yeah. good prank. I've never I mean, <laughs> cave person. That's never come up. <laughs> I just don't want to offend anybody. No, I, you know, I get some that. emails written in. <laughs> Jason, you can't say that. Yeah. You have to say cave person. Um, that's three jokes. Yeah, I'm going to count yeah. them as I go. Another one, let them know what they can do instead of always saying no. Mm-hmm. So what happens is like, you know, as a very small kid, they, they start 
hearing no 5,000 times. You know, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do that. So like as an example, like you can hold this instead of you can't hold that or don't grab that. Here you can grab this. And so giving them sort of positive affirmations about what they can do rather than what they can't do. And that goes on further and we'll talk about it because, you know, telling kids what not to do doesn't work very well. Right. It's better. You're, I mean, it works with adults too. telling sure. them what to do yeah. rather than what not to do. So with the child or when the child's like three to four, that's when it starts to get a little bit more interesting. And so we have some more tips. They can be used at this age, but they also can work for children as they get older. Um, I, you know, the reality is it takes a lot of practice by us mm-hmm. um, and them to get it right. But you know, I think eventually you get it. So, sure. um, so the one thing it takes longer for kids to respond than it does for adults. Mm-hmm. So it actually, I mean, there's different data all over the place, but if you can give them an additional, maybe five to seven seconds to allow them to respond to you. So in other words, you know, you're putting out a command, Hey, blah, 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 or, you know, get upstairs or put your dish away or mm-hmm. whatever. We, and I, I'm not, I'm including myself, <laughs> um, would often be like, Hey, you're not hearing me. And you'd say it again or whatever, but not giving them very much time, you yeah. know, because you expect it immediately. Right. And their brain takes longer to process stuff, sure. you know, especially when they're really young. Right. And right. that continues as they get, even as they're a little bit older, it's like, you know, it's still a seven-year-old or an eight-year-old. Right? Like, and you think, well, you should know by now mm. they should, but it often can take longer for them to process. Yeah. And so just giving that little pause can sometimes alleviate you taking it to the next level, mm-hmm. you know, and, and feeling like they're not listening to you. Right. So you're just, you're like, you're skipping a step, you know? Right. Um, the second one, as I said, in the, when they're even younger, just like a toddler is use less words. So less words means less processing, mm-hmm. brush teeth, mm-hmm. upstairs. Okay. You don't need long sentences to explain the, yeah. those things. Brush your incisors. Right. Well, <laughs> well, you know, I know your teeth are, you're, you're going to get cavities. If you don't brush your teeth, if, you know, like right. brush teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. You just a command. If sure. Anything. Um, number three, ask questions. So you can get them interacting a little better and a little more and engaging by asking questions. So, you know, what is it that you would do after you put on your pajamas as a probably you know, one or mm-hmm. what do we do when we're finished eating mm-hmm. after you've put on your pants? What should you do? <laughs> you know, put on your shoes or whatever. Um, so, you know, sometimes it kind of feels like a game to them or it can be acting as a game. Cause you could say, okay, let's play what comes next and, or, you know, whatever, especially when they're younger and they still want to listen to you. Right. Um, so that's another one. So another, another item offer them choices. And this is a really big one. Um, an example might be, you know, do you want to go upstairs like a cheetah or a turtle? Okay. <laughs> you know, it's up to you and you're fine with either answer. Um, they get to choose it right. and, they, and they can't choose a third one. Well, I want to be a horse, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, I would say for us, we had a lot of turtle nights sure. walking up those stairs. Right. 
Uh, and I probably should have chosen two faster animals. <laughs> like, you know, hey, do you cheater want a cheater or a leopard? Right. Like, which one do you want to be? A horse? <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so, but we would do things like that. And I was talking to my wife actually just recently. It was two days ago or a day ago. And realizing that we are not, we, we, we're not doing that as much anymore. You mm-hmm. know, my kids are eight and 10, and, but I, I need to do it more because I get into patterns where I feel like they're not listening. Mm. and i need to give them a choice and be like more and more oh yeah i'm I'm seeing it for myself of get you know just starting to give commands and sort of and sort of falling back Mm -hmm. and so i need to you know it's just calling myself out on it as i listen to this podcast again right um oh yeah that's right (laughs) but it'll help me we were actually just having that conversation it's like wow you know we used to be really really good at that Mm -hmm. you know especially right after you go to a parenting class it's like you know you go to a seminar and you're like woohoo i'm ready i I know exactly what to do (laughs) you know and then over time you forget and sure and you get a little lax so i gotta get back to that and giving them choices um and it's you know it's hard to always come up with two choices sure you know, with some things you can, you can do it. Yeah. Um, I heard one person talk about, do you want to go out on your own feet or on my feet? In other words, like, <laughs> I'm going to carry you out. You know? So like you can choose to walk out yourself or I'm going to carry you out. Both of them are fine. Like I'm okay with either one. It was funny. Um, so, you know, you can, you can do that. Uh, number five, display or show the behavior. So when you're talking to a younger kid and you say, you know, hey, pick up your clothes or I need you to pick up your clothes or I'd like you to pick up your clothes or whatever, you help them pick up their clothes. Right. And you show them how it's done. It's hard and not okay and not even right to have expectations if they don't know exactly what's going on. Right. Yeah. And you haven't showed them. The other part is participating in it helps them sort of see kind of how to do things and what to do. And, and they are more inclined to participate and listen if, if they see you doing it, Yeah, you know, eventually the idea is that they do it on their own, Mm -hmm. but in the interim, if you want them to listen, you might have to do it. Say, Hey, let's pick up this together. Yeah. You know, and that happens a lot. It's like, Oh, their playroom. You say, okay, Hey, let's get, let's grab some stuff. Everybody grab something, you know, whatever. And kind of learning that process to do it. Um, they'll be more inclined to listen to you because they see you, they see you helping and participating. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I think children do learn well by watching and doing, I just think, you know, sometimes they need instructions and, and that display for maybe the first 400 something times. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you show them over and over and eventually on the thousandth time they get it. (laughs) Right. Um, and and it can be that painful. Sometimes you're like, wow, I don't understand why we've gone over this a thousand times, (laughs) literally three years every night. It's the same. (laughs) Same routine. Yeah. I got it up on the wall. Right. I got pictures of it. Yeah. I got Diagrams. a list. It's, you can check it off if the, you want. The video we put and on Dad for, University. Yeah, I mean, I've got video. <laughs> we have loops running in our house on the television of the of what the steps are. There's speakers going and saying step number two at eight o'clock. You know, and they still don't get it. And I asked that question and they said, you know what, Dad? Because we don't want to go to sleep. <laughs> right. It's we get not, it. It's not that exciting. We totally get it. Versus going to school, they are ready to go mm-hmm. out the door. Like they're before me. Mm-hmm. And I said, why are you so excited? You know, why are you ready? And they said, because we want to go to school. Yeah. They're ready to go to school. Well, but we, they don't want to go to sleep. Right. I was like, well, that totally makes sense. So <laughs> how do we make sleep more exciting? <laughs> 
didn't have an answer. <laughs> so I don't know. Let's let's face it though. Everyone has problems listening, including adults. Um, but as your kids grow older, even if they're good listeners, their attention goes elsewhere. They begin to focus on different things and you know, yeah, that's new it. stimulus and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, there's all the kinds brain. of stuff going on. Yeah. So um the reality too though is that if you have to yell in order to for your kids to you know to do something, it means that you've taught them that you need to yell in order for them to do it. Mm. I mean that I don't know. It's I think we have to take responsibility as parents and learn better ways to communicate and yelling is not a way to do it. And cuz I you know and I I'm guilty of that as well. Where I said why does it feel like I have to yell in order for you to do something? If it, if it, if they actually answered, it'd be like, well, because dad, we don't have to do anything until you actually yell. <laughs> like, I feel like that's actually the answer. Yeah. Well, we know you're serious at that point. We know you're serious at that point. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, do I need to bring up the yell to the seventh time no, right. or, you know, second time? Right. Um, no, but I, I, I think it's just learning better ways of like, like the other things, asking questions, offering choices, yeah. use less words, do you know, all those kinds of things being more consistent too, which that could be number six, um, you know, of just that might help. Right. So again, if you are yelling, it's not your children's fault. It's yours. Right. That's one to grow on. And Alan, if somebody has feedback or comments, what should they do? They should email us podcast at dudes to dads.com or hit us up on Twitter at dudes to dads. Maybe you should go on Facebook, dudes to dads.com. That'd be a good spot to hit us up. Also, Please go to YouTube and view all the good videos on Dad University. And um, if you listen to this, more important than any of those other things, please um, subscribe to the channels that you're listening to, whether it's on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you're all hearing us. All over the place. All of them. If you're hitting us up on all of them, hit us. You know, please leave a comment if you can. Uh, subscribe. Maybe leave five stars. That'd be really wonderful. Actually, also, show ideas. We're it, totally open to that. Yeah, too. you know, I think that's what we, we haven't done. We, that we haven't encouraged people enough of is to send ideas about things you want to talk about. Uh, we'd love to it's hear not like we have feedback. a shortage of <laughs> no I mean yeah and I'm sure people right. that have their own but input. I want to hear what people want to hear yeah I would love to hear that too I think it'd be great to kind of do a show about uh, listener questions or something yeah. so uh, maybe if you have some feedback please leave it and it would really help perpetuate the show awesome well Alan as always thank you thank you and we will see you next time, see you next time.